Hey, podcast listeners. Thanks for joining us for the All Saints Lutheran Sermon Series of Podcasts. We're so delighted that you've landed on this page, and we ask that you contextualize yourself by reading the descriptor. Enjoy, and let us know what you think. Good morning, siblings in Christ. Today we pick up the Lucan text from where Jesus left off last week, the reading of that Isaiah text that he read in synagogue. Pastor Tanner, I believe, called it Jesus' manifesto. I also think we could call it his mission statement. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor, send me to re- proclaim release to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, let the oppressed go free to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Amen? Amen? That being said, I think it would be helpful for us to go back to the beginning of chapter 4 in Luke to remember that after Jesus was baptized in the Jordan, a voice from above said, and if you know it, say it with me, You are my son, the beloved. With you I am well pleased. This 12-word affirmation from Abba Father, I believe, gave Jesus the courage and the power given by the Holy Spirit to be led into the wilderness, or as the Mark and Gospel says, violently thrown or whipped into the wilderness. Why is this important for us to know today? In the wilderness, Jesus encountered Diablos, the devil, the false accuser. And through those 40 days and 40 nights, Jesus grew in wisdom and in power and in might. The wilderness is, was, the place of grace where we can be empowered to do things that we never imagined that we could. We'll circle back to the wilderness in just a minute. Why did the tables turn so quickly on Jesus from being amazing, the hometown boy returning to synagogue, into rage? Well, for the full story, listen to Pastor Tanner's sermon from this last Sunday. Because maybe we don't know as much about Jesus as we think. Cynthia Bergeau, in her book, said, Jesus was not a hick. I wondered if I could say that from the pulpit. But that's a direct quote from a Episcopalian priest and professor and author, Cynthia Bergeau, in her book, The Wisdom of Jesus Transforming the Hearts and Minds, A New Perspective on Christ and His Message. I'll summarize what she wrote from pages 25 to 27, because I know you don't want to be here all day. Jesus grew up in Galilee, not Jerusalem. Galilee was actually more cosmopolitan because it was on the Silk Road, the road that went through Capernaum. The Silk Road brought people through Palestine like that narrow part of a sand timer? Hourglass? No, why didn't I come up with hourglass? Anyway, his teachings overlapped with Buddhism and Persian light mysticism. Did you also know that Jesus spoke several languages? Very likely, Aramaic, Hebrew, Greek, and Latin. 
He likely had contact with the Essene community, which was, we think, the sect that John the Baptist likely was a part of. And Jesus was a master of wisdom, using parables, riddles, and stories to make his point. This may have come from the syntax of the Buddhist koan, a quote, a deliberately subversive paradox aimed at turning our usual mind upside down. Finally, from Bourgeot, Jesus' response to those questions about where did he come from and where did he get his authority and teaching was answered in the same way almost every time. He said, come and see. <laughs> I love that. That's so invitational, so welcoming. Yes, Jesus was no hick. He garnered the power of the Holy Spirit, went toe-to-toe with Diablos, and now says he is the manifestation of the manifesto, which turns the establishment upside down, including you and also including me. Jesus passes through the angry mob, or as one version reads, was hustled to the brow of the hill. And Jesus passes through them and goes to Capernaum, teaching with authority. There, demons are cast out, the sick are healed, abundance is experienced, and the dead and outcasts are restored to new life. So now, join me as we go back into the wilderness. For me, the wilderness times have royally sucked, and they have taught me more than I could ever imagine. Am I alone with that? No. Okay. Whether it was in my first call, where I was literally treated at times like an outcast, or 15 years ago when a daughter of this congregation, Catherine Olson, was murdered, or five years ago when the associate pastor was arrested and put away for 12 and a half years in federal prison. The wilderness is a daunting place of uncertainty. No one goes there willingly. And it doesn't have to be big ticket items like we just talked about. It can be a medical diagnosis. Could be cancer, mental health. It could be the death of a loved one, a divorce, a move, a relocation, a job loss, a pandemic. All of these things are wilderness times and they're unmeasurable and uncomparable to one another. The wilderness feels like a desolate place where the wind nearly knocks us over until we remember that the wind is literally the breath of God, the Holy Spirit, and we are not alone. Breathe in the Holy Spirit with me. Yes, it is time to give God praise and thanksgiving The wilderness is not lifeless. It's teeming with life. In fact, many animals and plants thrive there. There are jackals and birds of prey, all sorts of critters that live right below the surface. It's a different and foreign landscape, yet it is also a place that's full of life, just not the sort of life that we're used to. However you have experienced the wilderness, or find yourself in the midst of it now, hear the words from evolving faith. I find these words words of hope. Welcome home, 
questioner and doubter, question-asker, status quo, up-ender, church kid, Bible nerd, rebel, yes, you, you wanderer, spiritual refugee, weary one, idealistic cynic, and disappointed disciple. Hello, we see you. Say that with me. Hello, we see you. That's love. That's love. That's 1 Corinthians 13 over and over and over again. Wherever you're at, that's our mission statement. Meeting people where they're at and connecting them to the full life of Christ. That's love for free. That's the sort of love Jesus is extending to us to uphold and live into as we hear the words of that Isaiah text as manifesto mission statement. Wherever you are, whomever you are, and are becoming, hear me say this. Hello, I see you. And for this good news on this annual meeting day, we can all say, thanks be to God. Amen.